Welcome to Show Me South County, a podcast that shares the stories behind businesses, people, and neighborhoods that make living in South St. Louis County awesome. I'm your host, Kevin Dewey. Thanks for joining me. Let's get into today's episode. All right, I am excited to be joined by my guest today. We have a full Zoom room full of folks. We have Dr. Chris Gaines, the superintendent from the Melville School District, and we also have members of the Melville Oakville United Committee, Abby Reese, Rebecca Bahora, and Nikki McRae. And uh, we're going to be talking about Proposition S today. Welcome, everybody. Hi, Kevin. Thanks Thank for you. having us. Yeah, my pleasure. My pleasure. And so I guess let's just kick things off by, um, you know, discussing Proposition S and like, I guess, what is the best way to quickly summarize what Prop S is and what it's going to do? Well, um, the quickest way probably is that um, as a result of a lot of work by our facility steering committee visiting our buildings and prioritizing projects, uh, we put together um, $35 million of the most pressing projects that we see across the district. And it primarily addresses safety at each of our buildings. And then as kind of add-ons, we're doing some HVAC work and we'll be doing some um, ADA accessibility work as well and, and some parking work across the district. That's great. That's great. Yeah. And I know that one of the things when I was looking at some of the videos that you guys have out there um, as far as from the Melville Oakville United Community um, Facebook page is the re, I guess the repositioning or um, relocation of the school offices um, can you kind of tell us about, about the importance of that? Sure. So if you take a look at um, or were to visit um, schools built in the last, you know, probably 10 to 15 years, um, what you're going to experience is, as a visitor is you're going to have to hit a buzzer to be in the building. And then once you enter that front door, you're going to be funneled essentially into some sort of office space uh, where you're going to be checked in, uh, where we're going to, um, here in Melville, we're going to do a, a Raptor check on you before you have access to the building. That is not the case in our buildings. Uh, they've been, they were built a long time ago before um, that was kind of um, the norm. So in many of our buildings, uh, you are buzzing in but once you buzz in, you have wide access to the buildings. Um, the offices in many instances are not right there by the front door. Um, we don't have a secretary that can have eyes on you as you enter the door. And, and Proposition S will put that type of entrance at all of our buildings to improve the safety of the front entrance. That's great. That's great. And so where, I guess, where are the funds coming from for Proposition S? So if, if somebody votes yes on S, um, where would those funds be coming from? Well, as of right now, uh, we met with our uh, bonding company and, and financial folks last week. Um, assuming a passage of Prop S, we would anticipate that the Board of Education would authorize the sale of the bonds in our uh, May meeting and that we would anticipate that the close of the sale of those bonds would happen on June 3rd, and then we would have access to those funds. So uh, voter approval means that we're authorized to issue those bonds. Um, and then once we get to the sale and the closing, we'd have access to those funds to begin um, paying on these projects uh, shortly thereafter. Okay, so to be clear, this is not a tax increase initiative, correct? 
Correct. Uh, it's really a transfer of existing tax rate um, over to um, our debt service fund. Currently, it's in our operations side, and within our operations side, um, it's been paying um, the principal and interest on a lease. And so we're just looking to transfer this 12 cents that will pay the principal and interest on the bond debt. Got it. I mean, that just makes fiscal sense, really. <laughs> yeah, so that's that's great. Um, and so I guess if, you know, worst case scenario, if, if Proposition S does not pass, what does, what does the future look like? Well, there's a lot of projects that won't get done. Um, if you think about Prop S, uh, we'll be able to do $35 million worth of work uh, to our facilities um, over the next three to four years. Uh, right now, we would anticipate that we would wrap up projects, um, hopefully by the start uh, um, of the 24-25 school year and, and have everything done by then. Um, if we don't pass, um, that 12 cents would generate about two and a half million dollars uh, worth of work that we could do on the facility side. So over the next three years, that would be about seven and a half million dollars worth of work instead of 35. Yeah, yeah. So will, will every school in the district get equal um, funds distributed or will it be distributed based on the needs of each each school, I guess I'm sure some schools probably have different needs and greater needs than others, but um, kind of how will that be distributed? Um, it, it is not even in any sense of, of the word other than every school building will have that front uh, security entrance redone. Um, the facility steering committee really prioritized by building. Um, so if we look across the district, some of our newer buildings um, may not be getting as much. Uh, in some cases, some of our older buildings may not be getting as much. It just depends on the need of that building. The building that's, that's getting the most is Beerbaum Elementary. Um, as we look at Beerbaum, um, one of the issues that we have there from our latest demographer report is continued growth at that particular school. If we go back a few years, uh, we had redrawn attendance boundaries uh, because of overcrowding at Beerbaum. So as Beerbaum grows more, um, we either need to think about drawing attendance boundaries again. And what we're proposing here is adding some classroom space so that we can uh, delay um, or maybe hold off uh, for an indefinite period that need to draw attendance boundaries again. We know that's not a fun process. We know that's not something people like to go through and this will help uh, with that some. Right, if I, yeah. If, Kevin, if I could jump in, I'm Absolutely. actually, our homeschool is Beer Bomb and I can attest to it is bursting at the seams. Um, we have so many kids in the building and I can tell you that the, the just administration does an awesome job with trying to organize and um, facilitate all the needs. Um, we have tables in the hallway. We have reading specialists and interventionists going out in the hallway to give those kids one-on-one. -on -one. Um, lately, we've been having music and art on a cart instead of actually classrooms. So I can attest to the fact that Beer Bomb needs the space. Um, so yeah, just from personal experience. No, thanks, Rebecca. I appreciate that. 
Yeah, kind of on that note, why don't we go around to the committee members, you know, Abby and Nikki yourselves and uh, as well, like, why don't you kind of go around and share each one of you guys, like maybe your perspective on this, why you're so passionate about, you know, uh, proposition, proposition S uh, passing on April 6th. I, I'll just go ahead and jump in. Um, so I have, I'm fairly new to this district. Um, I've been a homeowner in the district for the past 15 years, but you know, when we bought our home, we weren't even thinking about children. And now we have three. Um, we have a third grader, a kindergartner, and um, a soon-to-be preschooler, so a future buffalo at Beer Bomb. Um, and so whenever, you know, coming, just whenever we decided we wanted to stay in the district, we really thought long and hard um, about school districts, obviously, because we're, or I'm, I should say, when we started a family, we started thinking about, do we want to stay or do we want to move? And ultimately, we decided that home is what you make of it. And so, you know, my husband and I have been very active in the school um, through time and resources. And this is just one way to get, you know, involved in the community. Um, in my mind, school is the one place my kids spend the most amount of time in besides their home. And I would like it to be, you know, a safe um, and, as, and as best as it can be. I think strong communities um, equals, or strong schools equals strong communities. And I just think it's time to invest in, in our district. So I'll turn it over to Abby too, to introduce herself. Yeah, hi, I'm Abby Reese. And um, I'm actually Melville School District alumni. I grew up in this area. And um, we, when we moved back to St. Louis, I, I moved out of town for a few years, but when we moved back to St. Louis, um, we were drawn back to Melville School District. Um, I think this community is wonderful. The people in our community are supportive and um, invested in our schools. This, you know, moving forward for me and why I got involved with Melville Oakville United Committee is um, really to ensure the safety of every child at every school, I think that that is crucial. Um, our district is showing a proactive approach. They just need voter approval to um, pass the bond to do this work. And um, so we have three children, two of them are currently in the district, and I am invested in making sure that Melville School District continues to you know, uphold their promise to our community and I see that a community effort engaged in our schools ultimately is um, great for all of us. It impacts our property values. And you know, we have a stronger community when we support public education. That's uh, the communities around us are examples of that. And I think we have an opportunity here to keep moving forward. And I'm invested in hoping and making sure that that happens. You want me to go ahead and jump in? It's Nikki McRae. I have two children in the district and I'm kind of in a, a different spot where I'm kind of on the back end of my students being, I have one sixth grader and one freshman in high school. But uh, during that front end, I was heavily involved with the schools. I was a PTO president for years and a treasurer. Um, you know, I think that I, I really agree with Rebecca on the fact that this is where, you know, these buildings, this is where our children spend their days and we entrust the district to keep them safe. And I think, you know, we owe it to the district leadership, to their strategic planning efforts to support them in this way. When, when they're telling us that there's a need, I think, you know, we need to listen and we need to 
advocate for that need. It's, you know, it helps them educate our children better. And, you know, it helps have a great community to have strong schools where our children feel safe. That's great. That's great. Couldn't agree more. And uh, yeah, so the election is on April 6th. And I saw that there's a way for people that are forgetful like me, they can get a, a text reminder to remember to go vote. How can, how can somebody get that? Yeah, so um, if you visit our Melville Oakville United Committee Facebook page, we have put out um, a QR code that will take them to a Google form. And um, someone like myself, I, I always <laughs> rely on reminders. So a text reminder on April 6th um, would be wonderful. But if, if someone would like that reminder, we will go ahead and text them out to vote on April 6th. The bond does require 57.14% to pass, as you mentioned earlier. And so we just want to make sure that our community is informed um, on the importance of voting. There's also absentee voter information on our page. And um, individuals in the community have until March 24th to get the absentee voter information. Um, there is criteria for that through St. Louis County, but that, that information is also on our page as well. As well, Melville School District has also provided that information to every school um, with their communications as well. Well, that's great, that's great. And so is, is there any availability for if somebody wants to, I know you guys have been, been having different rallies and stuff, um, what's the best way to, is your Facebook page the best way to um, kind of get informed and uh, to find out where, how to support you guys and, and you know join the cause? Yes, our, our social media pages are um, a great way to stay informed with our committee. We are also going to be reaching out um, via the call and through a strategic mailer to our voters. We know not everybody utilizes social media. So um, to get the information out, we will be uh, utilizing those platforms as well. Fantastic. Well, thanks. Thanks you all for joining me so much. Dr. Gaines, do you have anything else that you'd like to add before we say goodbye? Well, we... Uh... I would just echo what these ladies have, have said, and we certainly appreciate all of their work on the advocacy side. Um, we would certainly um, like to be able to do all of this work to improve our schools, not only on the inside, but in some cases on the outside. We can improve uh, parking in some uh, situations around some schools and, and be able to add some parking and, and help that traffic flow um, and that safety at uh, pick up and drop off as well. Uh, so it's a it's a lot of projects and uh, we would encourage people to vote. Fantastic. Well, thank you all for joining me and thank you for helping, you know, Melville Oakville School District be a strong part of what makes South County awesome. So much, Kevin. Thank, thank you. you. Take thank care. Thank you. Don't forget to vote on Thanks. April 6th. Thanks for listening to Show Me South County. If you're digging the show, please share it on Facebook and Instagram and subscribe to it in Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts from. 